You are Locked On Hawks, your daily Atlanta Hawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 967 of the Lawton Hawks podcast. I am your host, Brad Roland, coming to you on a Thursday evening. And today's show is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS app store or find one of our Locked On Rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Today's show will be myself and Tyler Jones, good friend of the podcast, talking about all kinds of Hawks-related material. Tyler is always a fan favorite, so that'll be coming up momentarily. There was a bit of news from Thursday on the injury front that I wanted to pass along before I bring Tyler in, though. The Hawks announced an update on John Collins. If you remember this, uh, Collins was injured about nine days ago, last Tuesday, in Phoenix. He sprained his left ankle and also had a bone bruise in that ankle, and uh, he was scheduled to be reevaluated today. So this is the reevaluation update. And the Hawks say that he has, quote, continued his daily rehab activities, including a progression to dynamic foot contacts, lateral shuffling, and individual court work end quote. And the timeline is that he'll be reviewed again in seven to 10 days. So in short, he's going to be out for at least seven to 10 days. Review does not mean return. So we'll see what the next uh, scheduled update brings. This is not great news, although I was not terribly surprised because Nate McMillan, uh, before the last game on Wednesday, talked about the fact that um, Hunter was ahead of Collins in terms of his rehab timeline, which turned some heads, including my own. But once he said that, this news is less surprising. So Collins is missing basically, you know, he's already been out for nine days. So you figure at least, you know, two, two and a half weeks before he comes back on the whole. That's obviously a lot of time. He's missed five games already. So not the best news in the world, not the worst news in the world either. And ankles can be tricky. So they're going to be careful with him. I'm sure he, he actually had a pretty bad ankle sprain earlier in his career that missed a bunch of time with. So hopefully that will not be the case here. They need him badly. But at the same time, they've been able to withstand so far. And if Gallinari can play, it's a little bit of an easier burden without Collins. Um, in fact, Friday's injury report is also out. As a reminder, the Hawks play the Bulls on Friday, and Chicago actually has a back-to-back, so no injury report for the Bulls just yet because they're playing tonight as I record this on Thursday. But the Hawks listed both Capella and Gallinari as questionable for Friday's game. That's kind of a holding pattern kind of listing because the Hawks did not practice at all today after the back-to-back, so I'm not sure what to take of that take from those listings. We'll probably find out Friday afternoon a little bit more about Capella and Gallinari, so We'll see if Gallinari and Capella especially can play. The Hawks will be in pretty good shape at home with a rest advantage. If Capella in particular misses time, again, that is a tough task because the defense falls apart uh, when he's not playing for the most part. So we'll have much more on that game on Friday, and uh, please stay tuned to the podcast for all of that. Subscribe and all of that fun stuff. Okay, before I bring in Tyler, a word from our sponsors on today's podcast, and the first of which is Headspace. Wouldn't it be great if there was a pocket-sized guide that helped you sleep, focus, act, and be better? Well, there is, and if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations and an easy-to-use app, and Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation is, Headspace can really help you feel better if you're overwhelmed. Headspace has three-minute SOS meditation for you. If you need some help falling asleep, Headspace has wind-down sessions that their members absolutely swear by. And for parents, Headspace even has morning meditations that you can do with your kids. Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Headspace has been awesome for me to not only reduce stress, but also help me get some rest, uh, sort of recoup and uh, recharge mentally for the busy schedule that I absolutely have on a daily basis. Headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. And Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime, anywhere. You deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash lockedonNBA. That's headspace.com slash lockedonNBA for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Go ahead and check out headspace.com slash lockedonNBA today. Today's show is also brought to you by rockauto.com. One key reason to repair and maintain your own car is to save money. You can use for other important things like paying the mortgage or paying for food or whatever else you want to use it for. And honestly, why would you want to pay more money for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership when you instead can use rockauto.com? 
RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake pads to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic car or your daily driver, get everything you need. Just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. And best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always low and they're always the same for pros and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend twice as much for the exact same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or your truck. When you get there, you want to write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you to them. Amazing selection, reliable low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com The Hawks have 20 games remaining in the regular season. I'm joined today by a good friend of the podcast. It's been like three or four weeks. It's been a while. A lot's changed. And Tower Jones is here. Hello, sir. (laughs) What's going on, Brad? You know? Uh, I'm glad to be on uh, the game after Grayson Allen. <laughs> the, be- the battle for Tower Jones with Grizzlies Hawks is always your uh, that, that's, I, that's your that's your place. It's not though because I don't I don't care about the Grizzlies as an organization anymore since grit and grind is gone. So like I don't you know they're not I don't have any emotional attachment. You, you guys got to understand. All right, so I uh, if you don't know, I currently do live in Memphis, Tennessee, and I have on and off um for past half decade or so but uh when the grit and grind grizzlies were here i was in college and that was a different experience (laughs) that was a lot of fun that was a lot of fun this this new team uh you know the grizzlies they they look pretty good you know with kyle anderson being their best player and Jonas valentine's being their second best player so like they (laughs) they got a good core they got a good core going for them Um, oh the shade glad it's not shade. It's the truth. Is it? Did I say anything objectively incorrect, Brad? Listen, I, I'm I'm very confident that people listening to this will not agree with you that Cal Anderson is better than John Morant. I don't think that's going to happen. What? Have they not seen John Morant's true shooting percentage? It's, it's not. Percentage? It's not very good. John Morant has sneakily been uh, John Morant's uh, defense. Uh, John poor. Morant's anything like John Morant was pretty bad to start the game. Uh, last night he, he got better in the third quarter when yes, <clears throat> when Okongu lost confidence as a rim protector. I and and also more. the point of attack defense I thought was pretty bad all night long for the Hawks. Yeah, last night. it was disappointing because I thought Herder was actually doing pretty well at the start. Agreed. Um, I think they just in general just got, you know, they just got disinterested and they kind of lost. They lost. They lost the plot and like <sighs> they were probably more frustrated with the referees and with the Grizzlies talking and all that junk. And so, you know, it's it's just a combination of things. I just have one thing to say about Grace Allen. How does he keep getting away with stuff, bro? I, I want to know, cause I, this is the only thing I think I, I tweeted about the game (laughs) or I even tweeted you or somebody. I was like, how the bleepity bleep does Grace Allen keep getting away with it? Cause like he's so clearly shoulder checked Trey Young when he flew by him and he gets the foul in two shots. And I was like, Ooh, well, I mean, and honestly, that one, that one was a bit ridiculous. It became a story after the game. Not, not a huge one. Oh, there was a story. Cause I, you gotta understand, Brad, I log off every time the Hawks lose at this point. As you should, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the right decision. No, I'm, I'm just saying that, uh, you know, it's hard to sell, officiating commentary when they lose by 18 points and it was 25 or whatever it was, but uh, multiple members of the Hawks mentioned the officiating last night. It was uh, so, it was, it's, I'm like, man, Emily, I was like, Emily just does not like Trey Young. He's just going to make a point tonight. Cause well, Solomon Hill, um, as the old vet that he is, did, uh, was one of the media guys last night and he, uh, he got Trey's back and just said, "Look, like the NBA's got to recognize that Trey took two free throws tonight." Basically, was what he said, and that's yeah. A- I mean, <laughs> they because like I'm like, oh, so Dylan Brooks can now just stay in front of Trey Young, like that's just a thing Dylan Brooks can do. Huh? I'm was, like, okay, it, it was a story right. last night at the end. It was right. it wasn't it wasn't the biggest one because again, the game the game, <clears throat> the game was so lopsided that obviously it's not going mean, it to make waves. They, they couldn't but, grab a defensive rebound, right? Um, so it's like and like it's not. I, I wasn't I wasn't really surprised at the outcome. They went into the game without the two best run protectors, and they their three best perimeter defenders all hurt. And it's like you're just not going to get stops against a team that's literal mo is to get to the rim, play hard, play athletically, and uh, 
kick out the shooters from there. And so it was like it, they just didn't have the personnel. It was a bad matchup. I thought it was going to be – I thought it was going to be something similar to the Pelicans game. But uh, I, I didn't know that the Pelicans just have just quit on the season. Man, their defense has been uh, – and it, it wasn't just the Hawks game. It was the next night too. I watched a little bit yeah, of that. They, I know. They, they, do not, they do not play defense. It, it is – remarkable at this point actually i mean their numbers are bad enough i mean there are bad numbers like you know for instance the kings Brett, are Brett, dead last Brett, in defense you gotta got explain you gotta explain this to me because now like this is something that actually <laughs> annoys me trey young gets so much crap he does for his for everything and i hate that i come on this dude not not that the podcast is dumb but like just wow I come on shots fired on here with these stupid <laughs> arguments stupid straw man arguments that I don't like to have about uh, how Trey Young talked about. But, like, holy crap. I, I tried so hard to mute 25 under 25. And then I saw it somehow got past my mute. I wasn't going to bring it up, and honestly. I, saw, I was, I was going to go. And I saw where Trey Young was listed. And I saw how many guards were ahead of him. How many of them are also equally or even worse bad defensively this year than he is? And I was just like, ooh, this is dumb. Well, you know, you, you, know, don't, you know me. They, I'm, <laughs> I'm not the most positive. This is so stupid. I'm, you know, it, but it's, it's so dumb. Brad, but let me, let me put it like this. I, the Pelicans have talent. They have talent. They have different. Brad, for the season, their typical lineups have been Eric Bledsoe, Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, Stephen Adams, and they can't get stops against anybody. No, I mean, because and, and, and Zion Williamson and Zion Williamson, I, I don't know why I forgot about him. Oh, I know why, because Zion is the unnoted one, and apparently his offensive contribution, even though all he does is drive to the rim, and like be super efficient and I'm like so he's basically just scoring but not doing anything else on the floor not really contributing to winning with a team with talent but he's not getting hit with the with the crap Trey Young did I don't get it right I don't get it uh, and like Zion Zion went into the bubble flagrantly out of shape yes and got no flack for it he got relatively no flack for it he got a pass trey young don't trey young can't get away with nothing he no. can't do nothing compared to these other dudes john Morant has been bad this year bad right he's bad i mean his he's numbers are bad. his numbers are not good and i'm with it's and, it's it's crazy and to me and, but 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 like whatever it's it's just it's just whatever. He just clearly like just gets this free pass for a team that does have talent. Like I, you guys think I'm being facetious. Kyle Anderson is playing some incredible basketball. It's no, I'm not making stuff up when I say that. And Jonas Valanciunas has been a very good basketball player for ever since he came into the league. Like those are good basketball players. That's a good team with good shooters with good depth. Like, nothing the Grizzlies are doing is unexpected to me. Nothing. Except for John Morant's season. That hasn't been a surprise, because he should be better than this, and he hasn't been. But, and like, it's been a season-long slump for him. Trey Young goes two weeks, and it's like, well, you know, he he's not really that good, guys. Like, well, we knew this. <laughs> and it's like, what the? Nah. What is this crap? And Shea Gilchrist Alexander, Brett, he sucks on defense. He and his cousin, they both are bad. I'm, and, but, and he's not nearly the passer, but he's the better. Pro- like what? Huh? He's yeah, he's he's six five. I don't know. Uh, well, it's but, but, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I'm not done. I'm not done. Okay, see, that's what's really been pissing me off. <laughs> how 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 are they getting away with this? Why is nobody banging banging the process drum with them? Just punning. How, yeah. how come? How come? How come they just get to throw Pokashevsky out there in the starting lineup and lose when they have real NBA talent? Like, wh- what is this crap? It, is Adam Silver not going to come on on high 
and tell OKC to get their, you know, their crap together like he told the Sixers. But Trey Young's the the affront to basketball while OKC's doing crap like this. What is this shit, man? Really does irk me. I was not ready for this. Team, this is great. This Hawks team is good. Right. This Hawks team is good. And I've heard nothing. They just went from they 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 just went on an eight game Western Conference road trip. They lost their second or third best player. I don't I don't want to have the argument. They then they they have they, they haven't had their they haven't had DeAndre Hunter, who was when he was playing, playing the best basketball of his career, early career, and was the best basketball player on the team to start the season. Uh, they haven't had him basically for what feels like 50 games. It's only been 30, but it feels like 50. Um, Cam Reddish, nobody knows what, what's wrong with him. Chris Dunn, y'all telling me, they, <laughs> they, saying, they saying that he should be coming back soon, but I don't believe it. Uh, I, I believe it when I see when I see everyone asks me, everyone, everyone asks me about Chris Dunn, and all I can tell you is what the Hawks tell me. I, I don't know. There's there's a, there's a pandemic, man. I, I, we have, we have no access. We're just uh, we have to go off what they say. And I they, they, and they need Chris Dunn. They need him because they, they, they like they need. It would have been nice to throw. It, there were several there were several games in the last few weeks where it would have been nice to just have someone to throw at it at, at an opposing guard. That's all. Like. Cam or Cam or Chris Dunn would have been nice. And, and like I've, I've been, I've been, I've been less with the Kevin Herter criticism, even though sometimes he's still pissing me off. But like for the most part, I've been thinking Kevin Herter's been playing pretty well, even though he was slumping offensively. Because I've been impressed with his defense. I, I've, I've seen real games from him as a defender. He's, he's not somebody who he's not somebody who should be guarding the team's best player, but he's been doing it and he's doing an okay job. Like yes. I thought, I thought the defense he played both on John Morant last night. And on Steph Curry uh, against the Warriors, I thought I thought he actually did a pretty pretty decent job on Steph. Uh, I, I agree. Considered. People were people people were asking me why he was guarding those guys, and I'm like, uh, well, if you look at the starting lineup, if you're going to start Trey, Kevin Herter, and Bogdanovich, Kevin Herter is your best option against Steph Curry. He is your best option against John Morant. Like it's pretty pretty obvious, honestly. That doesn't mean he's a great option because he's not against those guys. But he competes like he's he's better than Trey and on I, defense. And I like and I like him starting over Tony Snow. And I know Tony Snow hasn't missed a jump shot, but like well, that's, and that and that's the, that's the he's thing. He's too I, limited. I, he's too limited on offense, and he's not. He's he's an okay defender in the sense that he's fundamentally sound, but he's not a game changer like no uh, Chris Dunn. And, he, and or, he's super he, and he's super long too. Like he's still better on you know he's his his appeal is that he's super solid and he's really, he's really long. He's not someone I that mean, you want to go guard John Morant. Like that's he not would a, be, yeah yeah. But he'd probably be a, he was the better option against Steph Curry. Sure, I mean he's still like, he, he, why, he's still a better option than the rest of those guys. But that's not because he's dominant. I agree. I mean I, this is exactly. a pro this is a pro Tony Snell space. But he's not a great defender. Like he's just fi- he's fine defensively. Um, yeah, but but here's my overall point. The Hulk, this Hawks team has been good, and they getting they got no national buzz appeal. Anything? Clint Capella is throwing up 15 15s every night. Playing your guy, the player of the year. You, caliber you got your guy, Clint. You love him. Can't make a layup. Though. Lo- love hate with Clint Capella. You, I know I that understand. much. It's, it's I great. Understand. Uh, I just, but the love hate thing comes from the fact that I don't understand why he can't make a layup anymore. Considering for his career, he's been one of the greatest offensive finishers in NBA history. Like I know, uh, I think I, it, it's been confounding. But like, I mean. <laughs> He's still been good. He's still been good. Um, No, I I think you're overall. I don't want. I want to go forever on this, but I I think you're right overall. You know, even today, it's funny to me. You know, I'm not. I'm not the blow smoke guy. I'm not the Homer guy. And I had to say something on Twitter. I'm not sure. Not even sure if you saw because I know you were out today. I just kind of said like, look, it's pretty clear to me that Trey's underrated at this point, which is it's crazy because a guy a guy who got. He's got he's got a lot of hype in his career, and at this point in time, between the ESPN list and between the way that they're talking about it, and I guess he's kind of in a slump this season for, for his, with his efficiency, and that's that's totally fine. But he's still a driver of good offense. Like it's 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 kind of a good microcosm of the entire team because Trey is obviously I mean, the most famous player on the team by far. So if, if if the coverage of him is negative, then the team coverage is going to be negative generally. Um, but the Hawks, I, I agree with you. Like the Hawks are 
quite obviously been playing quite well for several weeks now. And they're doing that with Trey not playing all that well, which is impressive on a number of levels, especially with the injuries. Like, they don't have to have... It's no, it's no longer Trey or Bust, which is a good thing overall. But Trey's still good. Like, this is a good basketball team right now. It's just what it is. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. Like, Trey hasn't... Trey's been about the same as he was last year offensively. It's just... Yeah, it's been a little bit worse, like efficiency wise. But right now he's in, he's in the middle of a swoon, so you would expect. Yeah, that's that's that why he'll that's have why it, he'll it bounce back. Like he's gonna he's gonna have another yeah. six for seven shooting night from three. Exactly. Like, that's just like he just had one the other night. Offense player he is. Yeah, he had one the other night. His passing still there. Like his scoring is down, which it was always going to be. I mean, everyone everyone knew he was not going to average 20, 29 points a game this year. It just wasn't going to happen. There are too many other options. Um, so yeah, anyway, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole, but I agree with you. I, but, but like he, and this is man, like, cause I come on here and I sound like a dumb Trey stand and he pisses me off just as much as everybody else on this team, except John <laughs> Collins. And it's like, he's playing great basketball, but it's always like, I, I, I don't understand why this Hawks team in particular doesn't have any buzz naturally. Like, I, I, I they're tend to agree. playing good basketball and the tough part of their schedule is over. I, uh, it's over. I, like, I totally agree. All right, Todd, before we get to the rest of this discussion, a word from our sponsors on today's podcast. Bet online is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football is not happening right now, and I understand that's a lot of people's favorite thing to bet on in the sports world, but there are plenty of other options, including the NBA, of course. You have the NHL, auto racing, golf, tennis, MMA, college sports, everything you can imagine, you can find it at betonline.ag. And BetOnline even covers awards, entertainment bets, TV shows, and reality TV. BetOnline also has real-time updated odds and all kinds of props on almost anything you can imagine. Props are really fun to get into the sports betting world if you've not tried it before. And on top of that, BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and the odds that you need. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website now at betonline.ag or use mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit if you use the promo code Locked On. That is 50% and a welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Tyler, uh, your schedule point's a good one. I should told, I think pull this up before we started talking, but the Hawks have the 25th most difficult schedule. So the sixth easiest schedule in the league the rest of the way. And given where they are, you know, they're basically in that four or five mix at the moment. I was going to ask you later, but we, we could just do it now. Are, do you think that the Hawks are going to be the four seed at the end of this? Um, I mean, it's hard to not project them to be that, right? Like considering the schedule, their level of play, the consistency of their level of play as well. And the fact that they're eventually – going to get their guys back and so you would think you know you would think yeah <laughs> at some, yeah, at some so. point they'll be healthy uh they're not yet but i mean also also by the way uh 538 which is just one system but they project the hawks to finish fourth right now at 39 and 33 yeah and, and like you know they i, I said it, i've been saying it all year if they can get healthy they can you know they can um they can actually start really beating up on these bad worst teams, like on these teams that are really bad. Like, it, you know, get those twenty point blowouts that they they kind of started to get um, before this the Grizzlies game. But like, I mean, there's just a lot of talent on this team, and got to give credit where credit is due. Travis Link uh, made some has made some poignant moves, not just trading for Capella. And not just his draft picks, but you know, trading for trading for Lou Williams is huge. Yeah, like, let's let's, at, let's talk about field. that because that it's one of those deals where I know I told you this before offline too. I, I swear to you, I'm not kidding, and I, I I intentionally try to talk as many people as possible about transactions in the organization, out of the organization, other writers. I promise you, I have not found, and this is this is not revisionist. This is what, what had happened the day of. I have not found a single person outside of the Clippers that thought this, this, this is a, a, a bad idea for the Hawks. Every single person loved that trade for the Hawks when it happened. And that's that's crazy. That never happens. You, you never find a deal that's like 100% approval rating. And I promise you, the reaction ranged from pretty good to like absolute grand slam with nothing in between. Like it was more of those like, 
it was unanimous approval. And I agree. I mean, I, I came on and said the same thing. Like, I, I don't know why that happened still, uh, but the Hawks just pulled off this awesome trade where they got the better player and assets. I I don't know what happened, but it obviously helps. It helps already. I mean, Lou's already paying dividends with the way that he runs the offense on the second unit. Like, I don't even know. I mean, I think it's obvious, but it sounds like you agree. Like, Lou Williams is pretty yeah, good. I mean, <laughs> he's a he's an actual offensive creator who can who can score, and you know, he's not a point guard, but he kind of is a point guard. You know, it's it's weird. Uh, you know, Rondo. Rondo's, you know, is labeled this. I mean, he is a genius on the floor, but like he has limitations as a basketball player because he he's just he doesn't have the consistency of the jump shot that you need in today's NBA to run pick and roll. And like so, but the Hawks are a pick and roll team, and they tried. I I, I thought like to me, I thought you know Rondo with ball gun lineups were working. Um. They, you know, but they could, they could never just be healthy at the same time. And so, and they also wanted to get Bogdan with Trey Young because that's why they, they signed Bogdan. So, like, getting Lou Williams in, and he's just been a stabilizer. And, like, he comes in, you know, he's trying to go to his left hand. But, you know, with the, the amount of offensive talent the Hawks have on the floor, it, he's not being guarded by the team's best defender. And so he can get he can get to his left hand anytime he wants, and he'll make that jump shot more often than not. And he's also a pretty good passer out of the pick and roll. And it's like, you know, a call who's finally found his rhythm because of it, because you know Lou setting him up, Capella look, finishing better because Lou Lou knows how to throw the type of passes Capella wants. And I think maybe to be fair to Capella, there might be something to the fact that he and Trey Young don't have the same level of chemistry that uh, Capella and James Harden and Capella and Chris Paul had. And, and um, I quote, to be fair to Capella, that, that was that was out of your mouth. I heard, I heard that. To be fair. That was good. I mean, it was like, you know, it, not everybody can be John Collins. Just instantly <laughs> get it. I, 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 Listen, I've come to understand this. I almost, didn't bring, I almost to wanted to bring up, bring up John earlier because obviously he's, he's still injured at this moment. Uh, I know it's hurting your soul every game that he misses. But uh, I mean, it's fine. Uh, with this, how this season is going, you know, it was, it would have hurt uh, earlier, but you know, now that Gallo's playing so well. Yeah. I mean, obviously is, Wednesday was a perfect storm when they, when they, they didn't have their four best yeah. front court guys. Like that's, that's not sustainable, but as long as Gallo is alive, uh, Collins, I mean, it's obviously a big absence still because the Hawks are still way better when he, when he's playing, but they can withstand it in a way they couldn't before. Yeah. And, I, and I, we could talk about Collins later, but, um, like getting back with Lou, I mean, he's just kind of fixed the Hawks' weakness when Trey Young goes off the floor. Now they can still score with all their offensive talent. Now, now really, it just comes down to can they get enough stops in a given game? Because no team is able to, no team has the defensive personnel to stop them on offense. Like even last night against the Grizzlies, the Hawks were getting anywhere they wanted. Um, they were just missing shots, and like that, that's the NBA. So I would, you know, I. It's rare for, you know, I, I pin the, the blame of that blowout on Adam Silver's feet. He owes a lot of people money, especially <laughs> those fans who pay tickets. Including you, right? That's what I've been hearing oh, on, yeah, on Twitter absolutely. feed. absolutely. Owes me money for this season. Like, this is... <laughs> Brad, Brad, the Hawks have played five games in seven days. Well, li- li- I mean, listen, I, ha- I, have to, I have to do this stuff like crazy. West I've been... Coast road trip. Who you, who you telling? Uh, this is this is a nightmare for me. It's uh, I mean I'm not, I'm not I'm not a player. I'm not on the team. I don't have to travel. But this is this is awful, man. I need like a day off at some point. I need I need a day off. Atlanta United played at the same time. The Braves have played like eight games in three days. I'm like I was exhausted. I'm exhausted watching these teams. My teams play. I don't know about the Braves, but like I'm, I'm just exhausted. I'm just exhausted. It's okay. And like the Hawks have played a lot of games. 20 games and left. They played well. And, like, if they can get healthy, they can even play better. That's what's exciting. That's what's exciting to me. Yeah. They can play even better than this because they have the defensive personnel to get those consistent stops. They just have to get healthy. Well, right? I mean, honestly, if it, it's a lot of it's Capella, but when, they're, when their guys but, are on but, the court, their numbers are good. And, obviously – 
he's the biggest part of that. But if they without have Collins, Collins and Capella, with, like without Collins, like you can clearly see the slip. Right. It isn't the same in defense. It's not. It's not. It's not as like eye popping as without Capella because it's like no. Capella is legitimately there. I mean, Collins is a good, decent rim protector. No, Capella's a different level of defensive position, player. But Capella just is defensive player of the year caliber. And like and yes, he is playing at that level. He's not gonna win the award because, you know, nobody nobody's watched the Hawks, so like Oh no, I mean do, I think what, you're hoping you're hoping Hawks that he gets some votes for third place or something like that. That's what you're hoping for. Yeah, it, it'd be nice it'd be nice if he gets some votes for all defense. Um should probably get some votes for all NBA too, honestly. Like he's playing a like other than Jokic and Embiid, I, I think Rudy. Oh, oh, I, I think oh Rudy my fault, it. my fault. Yeah, Rudy. Yeah, my fault. So I mean, my he fault. won't. And, but, and, but hold still. on, hold on, hold on, Brad and and uh, Nikola Vucevic, who made the All Star team ahead of him, and I had a Trey Young, such a killer. I had a Trey Young, such such a beast, Brad. You know, like Zach Lowe says, man, he's just been killing it. Vuce is good. Vuce is a good player. I'm so happy he's gone to a better team. And a better organization in the Chicago Bulls, Brad. Vuce, so that people Vuce, Vuce can finally player. see Vucevic <laughs> and get the credit that he so deserves because nobody talks about him. Even though he made the freaking all-star team for a crap Orlando Magic who aren't weren't going anywhere <laughs> over Trey Bloody Young. I'm so glad I'm so glad this is happening right now because you're but he's not John Collins or 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 Clint Capella. This is great. It, it, it's a bonus made the All Star team over all three of those dudes, <laughs> and he's not better than, than John Collins or Clint Capella this year. Bro, I can't, I cannot believe, and nobody, and nobody goes to the defense of the Hawks, bro. It's just me, you, and um, my man KL Chenard, legend. The whole team at Peachtree Hoops. <laughs> and like we're trying, man. And like uh, Trill, and like Trill Withers, when 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 he feels like it on, on Twitter, every once in a while, he'll, he'll throw a hawk shadow. Other than that, it's like th- these dudes don't exist. Cause like this, this I, bro. That I mean, I know it's been a month or so since the All Star game, but I'm like, I didn't watch. Still, ang- still, still angry right now on April eighth. I'm not even. I, anger isn't the right. It's like I'm just dumbfounded. Because objectionably, none of these coaches will want to ride with Sabonis over Collins when Collins could do – the only thing Sabonis is better at is that he's a better passer. He but is like, a better passer, yes. bloody whoop. I don't, I don't care what, he, what cute little dimes he gives <laughs> to whatever crap playing for the freaking Pacers. No. I, all right, I, I have to get you off on, on the rails because we, we can do we can, we can do this all day long, we, and we we probably have before. But oh my fault, Brad. But Vooch, bro, he's such no, a beast. I understand. Holy! We have to get to two things before I let you get out of here. The first Woo. one. Now we talked about Lou. The first one is a Kongwu, who we who we talked about a second ago, but he's starting to play a lot more for obvious reasons. He's now the full blown every night backup center. He started last night because of Capello's injury. He's been playing pretty clearly much better and more confidently. What are you seeing from him? Because I feel like it's time to ask you about the uh, the rookie. Man, so exciting. He made his uh, rookie debut at the same time they got Lou Williams. It's incredible. Yeah, nice. You know, uh, he's been the basketball player I thought he was. Uh, that we saw. No, not, not that I thought. That you saw if you watched the tape when he played at USC. This, this is what he does. Uh, he's got he's got an incredible feel uh, for defense already, and uh, it's good to see that his finishing is actually flashing now because he was a great finisher in college. And you know, I'm so happy that the Warriors decided they needed a big man and passed on him because you know appreciate <laughs> that. Um, like he's just he's just a good prospect to have. He's a good he's a good fourth big for a team trying to make the play. For a team, not my fault. Not trying to make the playoffs. That's going to make the playoffs and potentially have home court. There you go. As a fourth big, it's pretty good. Like you're really not going to get much better than that. And well, like, I was going to ask you as part of that. Um, 
there's a lot, every time he plays and struggles for a quarter, something my, my my mentions fill up, especially last night in the second half. And I thought he was I thought he's pretty bad in the second half. He was he wasn't very good. But yeah, I, I, it's hard. It's hard. Well, and it's also it's, it's a, a bad it's also a bad matchup for him, which I wanted to mention. And he has no help. Right, like he's playing. Like it's him and Solomon Hill going up again against a bunch of guys I mean, who are bigger than him. Honestly, there are, like, there are probably what, like five guys on? in the league that I would worry about matchup wise, and Valanciunas is one of them. Like Valanciunas is legitimately a seven foot, two hundred eighty pound monster, and there are not that many of those guys. It's basically him and Jokic and Embiid and uh, I don't know. It's 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 a short list of guys that like where size for a Kongwu is going to be a concern. So I knew Absolutely. that going in. I, I tweeted at the beginning of the game, like, all right, this is a bad matchup for him. And we kind of know that. And he played well in the first half. So that yeah, was he was re- he outplayed him in the first set. But like, Valanciunas is a good basketball player, and he figured out uh, what what Congo was doing and adjusted accordingly. And like, it, it's tough. Like I I you know that's something he. But he's going to get better at that. Like he's going to get better at protecting the rim. He's going to get better at. Uh, positioning on defense like that comes with time but like he's already had a good he has a good base and that's what you like that's what you like to see from him and like I'm really excited what he can be going for because now he's he's starting to flash what he could do with the ball in his hands a little bit um you know he's looking a bit he's just looking a lot more comfortable as a basketball player and it's it's good to see uh there's a reason why you know so many you know teams wanted a certain team uh, in the Northeast, wanted him, um, and then you know, wanted to trade their crap picks for him. But you know, Travis Link was like, "No thanks, uh, Danny Ainge. You actually have to, you know, if you want a good basketball, I, Brad, I, spoiler, if you want a good basketball player, you have to actually give up something of value in return to get him." Well, my my, my counterpoint would be uh, the, the Capella trade. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I mean, not 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 every not every GM. I'm kidding. I'm, not I'm every also GM not, but... makes makes trades as well as Travis Slank has made. You know, I mean, trading Deadman for Tony Snell. Like, by the way, shout to Dwayne. Dwayne Dwayne's back in the league. Yeah, I don't know why he wasn't in the league. I, I think. I mean, it's, again, I'm. This is not me reporting this. I'm. I'm fairly sure, not 100, percent fairly sure he didn't want to play this year. I think I think he was not yeah. trying to get involved with the pandemic and all that stuff uh, early on. I think he I think he just was going to chill. He was getting paid anyway. Uh, okay, that was my understanding. Again, that's not a full blown report for me, but that's that's been out there that Dwayne was like kind of cool not playing right now, and I think he okay. was maybe going to plan on like what he's doing now, which is basically just wait till the end, sign on with the team, and then go from there. So, uh, well, I'm guessing anyway. That's what I hear. And he should he should help the Heat because they got they got some problems. Um, well, that's the thing. Uh, I should. Last thing I was going to ask you was about the rest of the East because before we get out of here, like obviously the Hawks are right now on that you know, in that four or five mix. Uh, Miami and Boston are the teams you hear about the most uh, associated with that mix as well. Um, obviously, Charlotte is still there right now, but they're so they're so banged up that it's tough to project them. Um, it's so it's basically you know Atlanta, Miami. I guess New York is still hanging around. What do you make of that group? I mean, I, Miami and Boston are the more talked about teams nationally. Miami made the finals last year, all that stuff. But anybody scare you, like, playoff-wise, 4-5? Because my money would be, if, if the Hawks end up in the 4-5, which it seems like they are a favorite to, to do so, they're probably going to see Miami or Boston, I would think. Yeah. Um, probably prefer to play Boston over Miami just because. Yes, strong agree with that. Um, the Hawks have a clear matchup advantage in the front court. Um, whereas Miami is not, they, they also have a matchup advantage in the front court. It's just not as clear, right? Like, um, well, and Boston is just not as good as Miami. I don't think honestly, I mean, it's, yeah. I'm actually a skeptic of Miami. It's weird. It's, I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical of that statement. Cause I don't know what's I, Miami. Yeah. No, I, honestly, it's Miami. Like they're not a team that I like. Either. Not, I'm not in love with Miami a, either. But here's the thing about but, Miami. But they, but they have Jimmy Butler. Well, that's the thing. That, so we, we've Jimmy seen Butler, we've Jimmy seen Butler Miami do this. Is a big time player, and so like I can see Jimmy Butler in the playoffs just absolutely taking it. Well, and they also loaded loss. up. At the, they also loaded up at the deadline. Like they they didn't make any crazy moves, but they they got better. 
I have a Depot. Uh, I don't know about that. They, they did. Depot. No, I'm not. Know. That's not even. That's not even. That's not even the one that I'm thinking about. I mean, it's the other stuff they did. It's like the supporting stuff that they did. Like with Trevor Ariza. Yeah, Ariza's fine. Like he helps uh, them. I think Bielitsa helps man. them. Um, it's an off year for Trevor Ariza. He he's only good on. That's true. He's like, he's, he's also he's also like 35 at this point. But yeah, uh, no, I'm just saying. I, I'm actually not super high on Miami either, but I think they're probably a little bit scarier than Boston if they're full strength because Boston's front court is just such a mess. Like, it's hard to overcome how bad their front court is. And, like, it's basically, unless Robert Williams is on that night, which happens, like, one out of every two and a half games, they're, like, Tristan Thompson's washed, I think. Um, and then... Two years, 19 million. They traded Daniel that's, Tice, that's deal, who is right? their best center, for nothing to get out of the, well, to get out of the luxury tax. You have you have to trade Daniel Tice because he's not as good as um, Bam Adebayo. So like, why have him on the team? Uh, to get out of luxury tax was the answer. You understand? Uh, oh, oh. No, but but I, I thought Boston was a premier <laughs> sports team. Hawks with fans, a lot of money. Hawks, Hawks fans love the Celtics, especially if you're if you're if you're an older Hawks fan. I still find this. I, I'm oh, sure really? you've heard this too. O- older Hawks fans that have been Hawks fans for a long time hate the Celtics. Just hate the Celtics. It's Hold just... on, Brad. But but they had two All Stars. What are we talking about? They did. I, I'm, they did I'm two apologies. They had two All Stars. Miami had none. Clearly, the Hawks should be scared of Miami more. The Hawks. Uh, had, but, I mean, the Hawks had zero All Stars as well. They're not, not going to be. They're not going to be in truthfulness. They're not going to be favored against either team. No, uh, they, they like. They like the experience. Um, but they do have. I feel like they do have advantages over bo- both. John Collins kind of. He gets up for Miami games, um, and so that he is a, a good he has he has him. local ties to South Florida, so yeah, that's a good matchup for him too. They don't really have other than Bam, but like if Bam's just on a guard, John Collins, that leaves Capella kind of free to just do whatever he wants on the offensive glass, and so like it's just it's a trade off that I think the Hawks are willing to make, and like they'll and. Like John just, I mean, John and Bam, they kind of just go back and forth. Like they, they kind of, they kind of have strength. They kind of have opposite strength and weaknesses. It's a fun matchup. It, it would be a fun series to watch those two guys go at it for a seven game series. Um, I also, I also, like, I, w- with all respect to Nate Miller, who's done a good job. Uh, I, I don't want to fool this bolster in a playoff series. He's very good. Um, so, I think if I had to choose, I would rather play Boston. For that. Not 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 just that reason, but I, whoa, there's a couple whoa, of reasons. Whoa, 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 over Brad Stevens? Yes, over Brad Stevens. Genius, Brad. In uh, future the, Indiana the coach, guy, Brad Stevens. The the guy we'd rather have Brad Stevens over Giannis under the Kumpo. That that did. We that, talking about that, that discussion? Brad that discussion did happen at, at one point. That was okay. Quite a okay. I gotta make. I gotta make sure. I I, I you know I've been I've been a bit in and out. You know I've been <laughs> I got a new job and I've been working. Had a crazy week this week at work, so yes, my blazing take. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to pin you down here. We're talking about that Brad Stevens. Yes, the, the one... Eric, Eric Spolstra is better okay. than Brad Stevens. That is not even controversial at this point. Okay, yes, it shouldn't be. Okay, just uh, just making sure. By the way, I Eric, mean, I, Eric Spolstra, two time NBA champion, head coach. Granted, he had LeBron on the team, but yeah, uh, but like, he's good. I'd rather have Giannis. Over Eric Spolstra, but I'd rather uh, have Stevens over Giannis under the Kumpo. See you're, that you're still... lying though, which is I appreciate that. Lying, uh, okay. lying is a good thing. No, okay. uh, all, all kidding aside, I think we are we're on the same page. I think that I'd rather play Boston if I had to choose. And I mean, it goes without saying, I think, but the Hawks should be hoping that they get that, 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 like the Knicks hang around. Like you playing the Knicks in the first round, that'd be great. Man, I'm be I'm be honest with you. I don't want to play the Knicks. The Knicks scare me as a Hawks team. They have good. Uh, they're a good defensive team. Well, they play well against uh, the Hawks this they year. They play super for sure. physical. Julius Randle has their number. I would still rather play uh, them than, than the Heat in a series, Brad. But like, I know what you're saying. But, I, but, but you hear me when I'm saying like matchup wise, like the Knicks defensively do things that would actually bother the Hawks offense. Um, whereas the other two teams, the Hawks have clear matchup advantages that they can exploit in a seven game series if they're patient and smart, which again, they're a young team. So they're probably not going to be either. And they're probably going to lose the series anyway, but they still have those matchup advantages. Um, but like, I don't, the heat are a weird team. Like they're not, 
I know what the record is. They're a lot worse than what the record says. And it's just like I was saying earlier, like there's just something off with them. I think it's just well, both of them. I, you, you know what I think it is? Goran Goran Dragic is just not as good. Well, Dragic and that's, Hero are both not playing the way they were in, in the playoffs. It's just what it is. Well, that's true, but also Goran Goran, you know, he's old. Like he's just yeah. not. He's in his mid thirties. That's what's going to happen. And they knew yeah. it, by the way. They, they they didn't pay him a ton of money. Like they give they give much of money for a short deal, but they know. I, I mean, but I think the issue is they don't really have another guy who can do what Goran does. Oh, no. It's, it, unless, you're, unless you're a big Kedrick Nunn guy, which I'm certainly not. Um, yeah, Goran's 34. Like, he'll be 30, He'll be 35 next month. He's older than me, which is, if you're older than me, that's a, that's a red flag. I mean, the team the Hawks should want to play is the Hornets because I, well, mean, yeah. I know they, they beat the Hornets twice. I mean, the, I know the Hornets beat the Hawks twice, but like... Of all the possible matchups, big, I would agree their with big, you. Their big men rotation sucks, and like you know, eventually Terry Rozier is going to miss a shot this season. Eventually, eventually Maybe. he might miss one. Yes, he but might miss a shot, and that might be the difference. We and will hopefully uh, he comes in the playoffs. We'll, like, he hasn't missed a shot all season, so I don't know. No, he's um, been out of his mind. I mean, we'll obviously talk about this more later on, but I wanted to at least get your uh, get your thoughts on the East right now. Obviously, the Hawks are in good shape. Uh, the top three is going to stay the top three, and then everybody's battling for fourth. And the Hawks have currently at this moment the best chance to get there according to, according to projection systems so if they get healthy i mean to bring it all back full circle before we get out of here they have to get they healthy, gotta get healthy right? i mean I we mean, all know that's that the big issue. it's just worth that's saying out loud thing. i mean we both talked about it a lot on twitter on on the show it's kind of amazing honestly i, I will cop to this all day i the, the hawks right now essentially have the record that i thought they would have right now but i would not have said that if i knew that how how hurt they were going to be this year so they've been able to play the way that they were supposed to play while still having a ton of injuries. And that is a pretty big credit to all involved. Like, they're... I mean, and, but they're, they're doing it because guys are stepping up. Yeah. Uh, Bogey and Gallinari are playing like the guys they signed yep. in the off season. This is, this is why they signed them to, to those contracts because they're good basketball players who can have runs like this. Like Gallo is a, one of the best offensive big men in the NBA. And like, he's basically I mean, he's basically what Kevin Love was for the Cavs, um, you know, during those title runs uh, on offense, right? Like, just the caliber of offensive player that he is um, and, and the role that he's in. Like, he's just – he's kind of perfect coming off the bench, shooting over the top of smaller guys, getting to the foul line, um, and playing terrible defense. But, like, you know <laughs> – if he if he's gonna if He'll he's gonna it. be this good offensively, you live with it, right? And Bogey, like, is it's good to see. And you know, credit to Nate McMillan, yeah, in this regard, running plays for Bogdanovich has clearly unlocked him, right? Like, it's gotten him into a rhythm, into a flow, and now we're seeing the kind of basketball player that he can be. If you give him the opportunities, like now he's getting the opportunities and he's producing, you know, he's, I'm, I'm, he, he, he adds a level of unpredictability to the Hawks that they haven't had, even though they're running plays. It's such a weird phenomenon, right? They're running more plays, but they're more unpredictable because bogey just his off the ball movement, what he does when he gets the ball up and his repositioning, like he's just, he's doing stuff that guys on this team just don't do. Like, Trey Young doesn't do it, Herder doesn't do it. And it's, it's good to see. And, like, you know, you you know, you know, only you can only watch so many teams. I, I, I didn't watch Bogey that intensely in Sacramento. I always thought he was a good player, though. But, like, his footwork is incredible. On ball, off ball, it doesn't matter. He's got incredible footwork. It reminds me so much of what – like, it's just – like he's not the caliber player that you know Kobe Bryant is, but just like his footwork and getting into position, like that's what Kobe was so great at. And like Bogey's footwork, like like just his how he positions his feet. Like if you want to watch a master at work, just watch what Bogey does off the ball, and watch how he positions his feet before the catch. Like it's it's not easy. Like it, it, basketball is a difficult sport and what he's doing to get just that inch of separation 
um, off the ball and on the ball uh, with his footwork is pretty pretty remarkable. Um, and so it, it it's good it's good to see that he's playing playing this well because they're gonna they're gonna really need him in the playoffs. Like just that oh, yeah. level that level of shot creation from a guy his size. You know, you pair that with DeAndre Hunter. Like, and, and maybe this is the overall point. Regardless of what they do this year, the future looks really good. Yeah. Right? The future looks really good. Especially with this team. You start a, a starting lineup with Trey Young, Bogdan Bogdanovich, DeAndre Hunter, John Collins, Clint Capella. That can do some real damage in the future, these next couple of years. Um, assuming they don't sign and trade John Collins. Uh, in which, which, in which case, you, you, you're going to follow him to his next team. So that'll be, uh, that'll be fun. You're that or I'll fall out the NBA, one or the other. <laughs> um, um, well, yeah, that, that, I agree with you. Obviously, the future is very bright. Um, I have a bit of a hard out, so we have to uh, get out of here shortly. Oh, but yeah. uh, I'm glad you said that at the end because that was a good, a good way to wrap things up. Tyler, uh, I know you were largely offline today, and I scared you with the John Collins update in, uh, in a DM today. Uh, but he's okay. He's hanging around. Don't worry. It'll be fine. Uh, anything, any, anything to plug? I know, I know you're always uh, so busy on Twitter, firing away with your takes. But if you'd like to share your Twitter handle, please, please do. Yeah, you can follow me at Jonesy Two X Four. Not much new. It was an incredible season of anime. Uh, <laughs> last season, uh, My Hero Academia is coming back this season, so hopefully, it can carry on the heat from last year, plus some other new shows. But I don't know. I don't have any recommendations for you. Just come on. Look up. Look up. Oh, oh, uh, from previous seasons, Jobless Reincarnation. Absolutely incredible. Uh, possibly the best Isekai uh, out there. Like, better than Konosuba and RE0. I've read the entire, I've read 10 full light novel of that series. And, like, I can't wait to read the eleventh one. Like it's, it's really, it's an incredible ride. I can't recommend that that series enough. But other than that, I don't have nothing for you. And uh, <laughs> Brad, go go do what you need to do. Uh, thank you for being here as always, my friend. We'll talk we'll talk again very soon. I recommend following Tyler. Just don't uh, get too bothered when he goes crazy during games because he, he's a Hawks fan. He gets he gets excited. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, and like those opinions aren't my real opinions they're just wait till, wait till the next day to actually get towers opinions or, or, or this podcast one of the two um thank you sir i appreciate it as for everybody else please subscribe to the podcast check out tower stuff check out my work if you'd like to uh all the places that i write and on twitter and we'll see you all next time